Hello everyone, my name is Gareth Rafferty and welcome back to the Building from the Bottom podcast. This is season two, I'm here in Madrid and this week it hasn't really been too sunny, which is a shame. Over the past few days we've had a lot of rain and a lot of thunder and hail. Just to set the scene, it's still raining outside, it's 6.20 in the evening here in Madrid and so this podcast should be out in the next hour. And I'm sitting in my pyjamas, which I probably shouldn't say this, but I've been wearing them all day. And I've got my white hoodie on and my white Puma socks, along with my notepad. And I'm just chilling with my feet up at my desk as normal. Today, I'm going to start on the importance of names, not just in business, but also people's names. Getting a person's name right or wrong can, well, especially at the beginning, it can really determine that relationship. And as a child that's been brought up in foster care and had lots of people mess up names and mess up like parts of my life, which are quite significant to me, I wanted to share with you the importance of names because I think sometimes you do mess up because something I was thinking about just before this podcast, it's quite a wibbly wobbly world. And sometimes you get things right. You're not wrong all the time, but you're also not right all the time. And accepting that as human beings is something that I find quite important. But then there's often the case where there's one person or like a number of people that continuously get either your name wrong or what you're doing wrong or mixed up with somebody else. And what point do you get to before you correct that person? Sometimes getting called the wrong name, it's completely fine, especially if you're friends with that person and you've been friends or you've known that person for a long time. But if someone just walks into your life and automatically gets your name wrong without saying, is that your name? Sometimes it can feel quite personal and quite offensive because without realizing names mean a lot to us and names are the identity of the people that we are and our personalities, what we've been through, our past, our future and our current selves. And it also, especially last names, it brings in what your ancestors have gone through And so I just wanted to share that with you after seeing a few people on LinkedIn and I've made the mistake once or twice myself, accidentally um, typing the name and then autocorrect, picked it up and changed it. And I'm sure that's happened with me too. People have spelt my name wrong as well. So yeah, I just wanted to share the importance of getting people's names right and the meaning behind names in particular, and the value that they carry in life. The next point in my diary brings me on to Tuesday, the 2nd of April, um, is that basically on Tuesday, I was really happy. And the reason I was really happy was because I sent an email to the accounting company that I told you about last week. And I said to them, I want to set up the company as a limited company in the UK and I want it to have this name and these are my details. This is my date of birth, etc. 
And so I sent that to them and now I'm currently writing. And I've been writing since Tuesday, about half 10 in the morning to receive another email back. And every single day I check multiple times, refreshing the page to make sure that Gmail has um, not made an error and I still haven't received an email. And I've even checked on what's called Companies House, which shows you a list of all the companies in the UK that are registered. And it's still not on there. And I'm still writing and writing and writing. And by Friday and by yesterday and today, really, I've started to get really, really impatient. Because from my perspective, as soon as that business is registered and online, it's official. But the thing is, um, oh, there's some things I'm going to come on to, which are going to limit me anyways um, to launching. But yeah. On Tuesday as well, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, so the 1st or 2nd of April, um, I released my logos to the world. And the company name is New Found Media, if I haven't already told you guys that. And I haven't released the nature of the company yet, so I can't tell you that. But yeah, New Found Media is what the company is going to be called. And I'm really, really excited for it to be registered. The images are ready for social media. Um, I might need to redo them just to make sure that I've got the outline of the images so there's enough space for the whole logo to fit in the in the circle for places like I think it's Twitter that has its circle um, Twitter Instagram that sort of thing um, so yeah so that's something I was working on on Wednesday getting all the images right. Um, and I started actually making a footer this week as well for my email address. And I designed it all really, really nicely. It took me a while because of lining things up. And then I realized, well, I got told that the design is really nice, but you need it to get coded. And so I don't know where that's going to come from, but that's something I've still got to research. And that's something on the agenda. What else have I done this week? This week, okay, so I'm going to talk about this. And this is the thing that's going to hold my business back. So basically, Thursday, I think it was Thursday. It was either Thursday or Friday. I had a call with Sierra, who is the designer of my website. And we were chatting and she said she wanted a call. And so we called for about four hours. And yeah, that's quite a long time to be on a call. And she told me at the beginning that she thinks we need to redesign a website because it doesn't really have any feeling to the website. And so I was completely fine with that. Um, so we discussed about target audience. We discussed about services and she suggested I should change my services from having free services that are all like 50% value to having one service with an add-on that would have a lot more value to it. And so that's what we're going to be doing. But after that day, I said, I can call you. I think it was Thursday, actually. I, I said, I, I can call you tomorrow if you need anything else. And Friday, she said she was too busy to call. Saturday, too busy to call. Sunday, I believe she's too busy to call. I've just messaged her actually before clicking record on this and said to her, okay, so you need a list of things 
if you can list me out the questions you need to know, I can answer them for you so we can get this website up because I want the website up as soon as possible because as soon as the business is registered, I can then launch on social media and tell my LinkedIn audience and my Instagram and my Twitter audience all about it and tell you guys about it as well. And so I've just messaged her and I've said to her, if we need a call so I can answer all the questions for you, then that's completely fine. Um, yeah, because I kind of want to give her all the answers as soon as, so she can just work on it and we can just work away. So yeah, that's where we're at. We were planning, we're kind of planning at the moment um, because she wants a bit more information about what the business is actually being offered, what the business is actually offering. Um, so that's like kind of strategic things, what she can add into the website so that it basically is like enough that will actually draw traffic to the website and um, also get results because that's obviously what she wants and that's what I want as well. Yeah, that's, that's that. Um, Friday, which it's, it's Sunday now. So that's Friday, two days ago, Friday the 5th. Um, sorry about the cracking noise. That's my knee. <laughs> um, so Friday, what happened on Friday? I read my book before bed as opposed to reading it in the morning. And it's something I've been wanting to do in a while, like for a while, but being honest, I've been watching the office and that's a bad excuse a very bad excuse but i finished the office on thursday so on friday i said i'm going to read but i still want a bit of tv in my life just to take my mind off business and open it up to new things and so i'm watching a tv show at the moment which really opens my mind to there being a lot more than just a world that we're in and this tv show is on netflix it's called VOA. So it's the OA, just the letters OA as one word. And some of you may have heard of this, some of you may not, but um, I don't really want to spoil it for you. But basically there's like multiple dimensions and it gets really, really interesting, especially in the second season of it. And so that's really, really interesting and I'm really enjoying it. Um, I have two episodes left. It's something that I do whilst eating my dinner and letting my dinner settle and then I read my book. And... Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I, I like watching TV with my dinner, um, giving me something to do. And especially if it's thought-provoking TV because it makes me think more. And yeah, I find it useful for me to not just focus on business 24-7. It allows me to think a bit more about other things. And that's why the book I'm reading at the moment is still Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. But that should be finished by the end of next week. Um, yeah. I'm reading about 10 pages a day, um, 10 to like 11 pages a day, really. And I've got about 50 pages left. So it, sh it should be done by next weekend. Fingers crossed. It better be done. I need it to be done, really. But now I'm reading on evenings. It should, it should be a bit better now. Yeah. So I also read before going to bed um, last night as well. And I found that that was really useful because... The book itself, it has so many big words. And I'm not even lying, like, it's random scientific words that 
you take about five minutes trying to pronounce and then you move on. And it's those type of words, which is just like names of medicines and names of um, different things that can go wrong and scientific names and all of that. And it's a really interesting book. I definitely recommend it. It's called Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. And it's a white, well, kind of a, a cream front cover. And yeah, it's, it's a pretty good book. I'm pretty sure it's published by Penguin. Um, orange logo with a penguin in it. It's a orange like oval with a penguin in it. Um, for those of you that don't know Penguin, I assure, I, I'm sure most of you do. Um, but just in case you don't. So yeah, it, if you guys are into reading and you want to read about why we sleep and well, that's basically it. It tells you about the, the good things and bad things about sleep, why we sleep, why we need seven to nine hours. Um, the bad things about sleeping over nine hours, the bad things about sleeping under seven hours and loads of scientific experiments and all of that. So if you want a book to read, that book will make you sleep more than what you currently do. And if you're currently sleeping eight hours or nine hours or maybe even more, then it will tell you to sleep a lot less and it will scare you into it um, because it scared me into sleeping more than five hours a day um, because that's what I was doing back when I was in the UK. And since I've been reading this book, it's been really, really scary. So yeah, moving on from reading, um, I used to do it, I used to read in my morning routine and so now I've freed up a lot of time in the morning and my routine now takes 15 minutes to half an hour, um, maybe a little bit longer depending on how much stretching I do, but I basically do press-ups, I do sit-ups, sometimes I do two sets of press-ups um, I do a lot of stretching. I'm trying to get to the splits. Um, and those of you that know more about splits, I'm trying to do the box splits. It's quite difficult. Um, I've been wanting to do splits for a while. And the other set of splits, I don't even know what they're called. I think they're like Chinese splits or Russian splits or something else. Um, I got very, very close, but I think my hips are in the wrong place. And that's why I'm trying to get into box splits because it's just open you haven't got to wiggle around <coughs> excuse me so yeah my morning routine takes a lot less time now so it means I do it a lot more and it means I can get a, I don't feel like my morning routine is a massive burden taking an hour and a half um some of the other things I do in the morning I have a very nice kind of stack of shelves but they're in the middle of basically the room and I lean up there and some days I use my stretching band and other days I don't. But I basically do kicks. And those of you that do so those of you that do martial arts, you might know what a side kick is. I basically do about ten of them. And I try and do them slow because I'm trying to build muscle in my legs for when I go back to the UK so I can still break boards. Because that, that was something I was a bit nervous about. Because some of you will know that I do Taekwondo. Well, I did Taekwondo when I was in the UK. And I want to still be able to be at my level when I get there. Well, when I get back. Um, yeah, so that's happening. What else do we do in the morning? Something I've started to progress more on in the morning is press-ups. I've started to put my feet um, elevated. I started off on a small table and then I moved to a larger table. 
these are only like footstool tables. Um, and then today I put it on the sofa arms. So like they're two armchairs, but I put them, I put my feet on each arm because they're together. So it's like in the middle. Um, and I do pass ups and it's good because it builds more muscle. And I'm thinking I might try and get to handstand pass ups. I'm still not sure about that. I'm still really missing skipping at the moment. So that's something I want to go out and do. My girlfriend's actually coming this weekend. Um, well, not this weekend. Coming on Thursday, whatever the date is on Thursday. Let me have a look. Let me have a look. I've got my diary here. Um, Thursday. Thursday the 11th. Yeah, my girlfriend's coming on Thursday the 11th and she's staying until Thursday the 19th. No, Thursday the 18th of April. There we go. And so I know I'm going to get a lot less work done because I usually do when she's here and I know she's going to want my attention. And she's talking about running. We will see whether that happens um, due to weather and whether she actually wants to go running. But if that does happen, I might take a bag with me and skip in the park because I really want to skip. I've been wanting to skip for the past four months and we're now in April. So since I've been here, I've been wanting to skip and it hasn't happened. Um, so fingers crossed, it does happen when she's here. Something I did yesterday, which I just want to share with you, is I did something which I was out of my comfort zone doing because I haven't been out of my comfort zone fully recently and so I wanted to add something to this week that would make me feel a little bit alive and it didn't really do it for me but it was something that I wasn't really comfortable with I posted on social media about poetry because most of you won't know because I've never mentioned it until last night that poetry to me well I love it I love poetry. I love rhymes. I love the flow of poetry. I, I love um, spoken word poetry as well. So people like George the Poet and Rudy Francisco are people I've been listening to recently and a few other people that I don't really know the names of. But I really enjoy that. And before I used to, like, it was probably about a year or two ago, I used to write poetry. Not very often. I probably wrote about eight. But... I, I did it for a little while and I yesterday on social media I filmed myself and I read out a poem that I made when I was about 11 or 12 years old for homework at school and this was me trying to be creative and so I made that and it was basically about geography and about um what else was it about it's about geography and the Amazon rainforest so I read that out to my LinkedIn audience and I got four comments back and they're all really positive, which was really nice because I was only 12 and the, the grammar in it wasn't the best. Um, and the way I pronounced like the, the wording wasn't the best, but that, that was interesting yesterday. And I think if you're ever nervous to do something, you should just try and do it and push yourself a little bit. And I know that's been on my mind for a little bit and I just wanted to see how it went down because Spoken word poetry is something I'd like to get into. I'm not too sure how at the moment, but maybe in the future sometime. And so because I told you about poetry, I'm not going to read you that poem, which is called Save the Rainforest, because I read it out yesterday and 
Um, that was a while ago. But I am going to read you another one, which is called. Actually, I'll I'll tell you the I'll tell you the name afterwards, and see if you can visualise. I'm sure you probably will because I really like this poem. I'm quite happy of it. Um, yeah, so I'm going to read you guys a poem because it makes it a bit different, and I don't know, you might find it useful in some way. Okay. So I'm going to begin in five, four, three. Sitting in the park, in the dark. Some say time is of the essence, but you sit alone in repentance. No longer the lust, no longer the spark. No longer a whistle or a bark. Time ticks on. A disembodied soul, a heart with a hole. The laughter fades into the night. It's easy to get caught up in all the disillusion. Governments claiming they have a solution. Minds wander on. You rise from the bench. Crispy breeze along your fingertips. It's light. Tripsing slowly towards the corner, your mind ponders into the city light. This poem is called Central Park Thoughts. And this is me sitting in my bedroom one day, imagining back when I went to New York and thinking about where I was and just imagining being in that space at night and being in the park at night and just sitting on a bench in the park, just letting the world go by. And it's something I really wanted to portray through that poem because I was imagining someone that had just lost a boyfriend or girlfriend and was sitting there just to basically relax and just to be with the world, but also to be with themselves and be with nature. And yeah, that's what I wanted to portray through that poem. And I really hope that you enjoyed it. I might actually share that on my social media tonight because I really like that poem. And it runs very close to my heart because most of you will know that New York is one of my goals. And when I went to New York, I didn't actually get the chance fully to go into the park. And I love exploring. Like Central Park, when I went to New York, it was one of the things I wanted to do the only thing really that I wanted to do. I didn't care about the buildings. Buildings were everywhere. But that park, it was like a calling for me. And I just wanted to go and explore and run wild and then get lost and then pop out somewhere on a city street and Google map to find out my way back. But unfortunately, I couldn't because of everyone else was basically tired because we'd been running around all day. And so when we got to Central Park, we sat on the grass, on the edge of Central Park, on the edge of one of the corners. And I asked my best friend at the time, I was like, would you like to come and have a look around the park? I, it, might be, it might be quite good. Obviously, we weren't going to go all the way around the park, um, but filled with hope. And at that point, he said, no, sorry, I'm too tired. And that was the whole point I went on the trip. 
obviously to see the sights, but like that park, it was just a calling. And yeah, so he he didn't want to, which meant I suffered. So I'm going to go back there and one day I'm going to sit on that park bench at night and think about this poem. But I just wanted to share that with you because some of you might not follow me on social media. Some of you might be new to this podcast and never heard of me before. And I wanted to share some of that part of me with you guys. Yeah. Back onto business and what's going on in my life at the moment. Today, I've been getting really impatient. And I mentioned this at the start because I really, really, really want to launch my website. And at the moment, the designer is working on the website. So I don't really know what I can do for my business because the website needs doing and the social media needs setting up. But all of them rely on my business being registered because my privacy policy needs the number from my business being registered. It's called the company number that needs to be on my privacy policy. And my, I don't want to launch my social media until my website is done else the traffic will just get lost. Um, like the web traffic. And so I just need to wait and I really, really don't like it. I don't feel like I'm making an impact to my business and it's my business. I'm the only person in it. So I should be making this impact in my company. I should be pushing it. And so I wonder, I wonder what can I do to move it forward? And so I was thinking about this before the podcast and that's why I messaged Sierra saying, okay, if you need to call, I don't care what time I have to stay up till, but I want, I want the website to be worked on because we can't stay in the planning stage because I've been in the planning stage for much too long. And so that's why I sent that message. And that's that. As I mentioned earlier, my girlfriend is coming on Thursday and this is my final point. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, But recently I've been in a weird headspace a really weird headspace and it's a space where I need to make a decision but it's not just a simple decision as what to eat for lunch do I want a ham sandwich or a cheese sandwich um what to have for tea what tv show to watch tonight um what to do today it's not one of those fairly easy decisions to make it's a decision that will determine my whole life determine the next hopefully 60 years of Gareth and it's scary it's really scary and I haven't shared this with anyone so you guys are the first to hear this so don't tell too many people but it's scary and I'll tell you what this point is it's what do I want in my life and now when I say the next point you're going to be a bit it's going to be like a sigh probably and that's what I'm expecting from you guys but I'm going to say it anyways because I'm at the point where I don't really I'm not really fussed what people think about me anymore um but I watched like I watched Gary Vaynerchuk and I've heard the way he speaks about his family and his wife and his kids and how he never puts them on social media. But then I also watch Grant Cardone. As most of you will know, if you know these two entrepreneurial figures, 
they're quite opposite in the way that they show their family to the media. Grant Cardone and his wife, Elena Cardone, they're very out there and they work together and you see them together on social media and you see them with their kids in their jet on social media. You see Scarlett on her, on Grant's, Grant Cardone's Instagram and you see Scarlett on her own Instagram and all of that. And so you see them on their Instagrams and I realized that Elena and Grant, I kind of see myself as Grant a little bit in the way that like I put everything into work and then once I'm done with work, it's like, that's it. I just want to like relax for an hour and then go to bed. And from listening to them two together, that's a very similar thing to what Grant is like. And so I've been wondering, what do I really want in life? Because you can't have it all. Do I want to focus all of my time on business and potentially lose out on the family option? Or do I want to go down family and not progress my career? And saying this out loud is something I've never done. But thinking about it, like logically about my why and all of that. I've actually got my notepad here, so I'll read it out for those of you that missed the episode a few weeks ago. Um, my why stems down to stems down to making my father and siblings proud. And something else I wrote down a few months ago, actually, was that the fact that my family has like kind of a bad bloodline like we we don't have a good past we don't have the success we have quite yeah i'm gonna leave it at that we we have a bad bloodline and i want to change that not just for myself but for my siblings the people that i direct really around me like my yeah my siblings um because they have to go up in this world and I have to go up with this bloodline. And my sister, who's had a child, whose birthday, her first birthday is on the 11th of April. And she's got to go up with this bloodline. And I wonder, well, I know, like, she would much prefer to go up with a bloodline that's like, oh, are you this person's niece as opposed to are you related to someone that's from a bad bloodline and get looked down on and maybe not go to the best school or just get like bad looks in the street I don't know like I don't really know but for from for myself from my own perspective um I'd like to change the name like the meaning behind the name of Rafferty. Because if you search Rafferty, the people that will come up, especially if you search like um, G Rafferty, I will come up and I have about a page of Google views. But then also a, I think it was like a rock band or something, Jerry Rafferty, spelt with a G. Um, he pops up and I'm like, so I, I want more out of my bloodline and I want to change the, I don't even know the word, like the perception on the Rafferty family, especially in my local area. And 
but I don't just want to stay local. Of course, I want to go global and I want to not just change myself and my bloodline, which is something that lies close to my heart, but I also want to change the world and I want to inspire people that don't necessarily come from the best backgrounds and show them that they can do something and they can go out there and become successful people, no matter what they define as success. And I've been speaking to Lucy Colangelo recently um, and we kind of hit a discovery a few weeks ago, which is basically the idea that I'm, I've always stood up for the people that don't necessarily have a voice and the, the people that aren't in the, the popular group at school, the people that aren't the cool kids, the people that don't get their parents pay into stuff, but the people that have suffered and the people that are suffering without people even realizing and those type of people that are suffering from day to day but they don't let that stop them i want to show those people that you can be successful no matter what background you come from and from being in foster care that's where it comes from because i was always that person that had a weird background and didn't have two parents because I was in foster care and I always got like the looks from people where it was like, Oh, your parents don't love you. So they abandoned you. And yeah, it's just like silly comments and things. And I even like, I got to, I think it was like year 10, which is like, I was like about 15 and people People actually used their brain to try and offend me, which I found really interesting. And I never knew how to respond to that because it's not my fault that I'm in foster care. I wasn't a devil child. I promise you that. I did make mistakes, but I wasn't the devil child. And I wasn't the reason I went into foster care. But but when I'm in, when I'm 15 and I have people in my class saying, I'm, I don't like you or like it wasn't directly I don't like you but you are stealing my money because my parents pay tax to the government and the government gives you money so technically you're stealing my money and if you think about it fair play to them for using their brain to get to that conclusion but it's not technically correct it's not my fault that I'm in foster care. It's not my fault that the government give money to people in foster care that don't have money and need it to survive. Would they prefer for all people in foster care that are struggling to just die? Would they prefer that the homeless people on the streets just die as opposed to getting help? I wonder what their perspective would be if tables turned and they were in that situation. I bet that would change their perspective significantly. And so I just wanted to end on that note about, I don't know where to take my life because I think deep down that I want to take it in the the business route and I want to work really hard at my career and be a person that puts in all of the hours and puts in all the hard work, has the failures, goes through them and moves on and continues to progress and make a change and give the people that don't have a voice, I want to give them a voice and stand up for them. Everyone goes through hard times, even the people whose parents paid their way into university, even the people whose parents gave them their first job even the people who 
aren't as independent because their parents basically bought them everything. Even those people have bad days. Maybe their parents have an argument and they get divorced when, when they're 40 and they don't know what to do because they've always been used to having two parents. Whatever happens, like, it's just silly. We just need to move on now. And, yeah, I want to give everyone a voice. Stand up for the people that don't have a voice. Stand up for the people that aren't as, aren't in that cool kids group at school. Stand up for the people that get bullied in school. I don't know. I'm going to end that point now. So, yeah, that's, some, that's an ongoing theme in my head. What do I want to do in my life? I'm still striving towards career at the moment, as most of you will be able to see, starting up a company, putting in hours, a lot of hours. Um, literally, when I'm not in lectures, I'm working on the company. I don't go out. I sit in my four-walled apartment all weekend, two days straight, drive myself insane looking at four white walls. But yeah, that's my life. And I wouldn't want it any different. My name is Gareth Rafferty. Thank you so much for watching this podcast. I hope you have enjoyed it. If you have any, if you have any comments on the topics raised, then feel free to, to message me on social media if you want to discuss anything. My social media will be below in the description, all of my channels. I will include the book title in there for you. And yeah, I hope you all have an awesome week. No matter what goes on in your life, have an awesome week. Push through it, guys. You can do it. And fingers crossed, this time next week, I will be off my head with excitement to share the news that my company is registered, even though I did say that last week. We will see. It's in the process. But my name is Gareth Rafti. Thank you so much for watching. This has been episode 13 of season two, chapter two of the Building from the Bottom podcast. I'll see you all next week. Have a good one, guys.